All right. Well, this, uh, this recording was supposed to be published a little while ago. It was supposed to go only a few days after that sad, uh, thing that I called Random Rant. I am I am planning on doing more, but I uh, thought I'd publish this already. But I just went through the analytics and I found this. And I thought I might as well put it out. But I do have to fix some stuff. At the start of the older segment that was recorded, I had... Uh, said some stuff about what I was doing to change just how I how this podcast is going to be recorded at least and how I would get my co-host back on but that did not go well uh it's still in effect it just takes longer than expected so you will still hear the announcement that it's supposed to be. It's just that the time frame that was put onto it was... is not the correct one. For uh, context, I believe in that recording, I did say something about it being March, and right now, it is June. So, just... Ignore it. It's at least the time frame part of it. I may talk more about what I'm trying to do, but at this point, I think I'll just save it for when I actually figure out how to make it work. I hope you enjoy. It's... I find that when it's just me, it's a lot less entertaining, at least not as funny. But I hope you enjoy just getting to know the part of me that I actually put out there. Please enjoy. Okay, so this is, before I get into everything, I just wanted to put out a few more announcements as things are constantly changing um i'm working on a setup to get you know my old co-host back and maybe even open up the ability to get some other people on who may know about some other stuff that are that uh puff may not know about and i don't want to date myself too much but taking into account the waiting for some stuff to get shipped and just working on it in general as well as practicing to get used to the software and hardware I'm going to be using. It's not too much, so from the day I'm recording this, I must say around around the middle to close to the end of next month, but more realistically the end of the month after 
And first of all, I'm going to get a new microphone, which is going to be very good. I'm recording almost every one of my podcasts have been on a fucking iPhone. And I, I do want to record a lot more stuff using a normal microphone with a pop filter, things like that. Because I want to see how good the audio will be on there. I want to work for the best audio I can get. But I was not able to buy anything that would help with echo. So I'm hoping I can just jury rig my own kind of padding to throw up on the room I'm planning on recording in. It shouldn't be much of a problem. And even after I get my microphone, I have to set it up, make sure everything's set up correctly, then just try to see how agreeable my PC is with the software I use to put this out, as well as, like, get used to the recording software I'm trying to use, understand how to work it correctly, especially with everything else I'm trying to work with. I'm planning on trying to record this over Discord, and instead of having everyone that I'd want to be a part of this to have their own separate audio, which would make it a a bit of a problem solely because I would have to also learn how to use editing software to overlay all of that, I want to just record on my end, which means I need... I which means I need to get a bit creative with what I'm using. Now, um, for what I'm actually supposed to be making this little podcast on. Uh, Like last time, it's not going to be a normal length one. It's just I wanted to keep putting out some kind of content. So, uh, Hellblade, I, I should put it... I hope I put it in the title that that's what this is supposed to be about. This isn't a full episode on it. I'm I'm going to finish the game and then I'll see if I can get someone as a co-host to do the full episode. But is well it's supposed to be a first impression. I've started playing a little bit of it. It's Hellblade is a very interesting game. It's It's one of the few games that made me, like, change my whole setup on how I casually play, just so I could really enjoy it. Usually I have the setup of my PC is right next to where my TV and my console is, and I play a lot of console because I'm I'm fairly new with PC still. So on my PC, I just have a podcast or a YouTube video playing, and I have some headphones with a long wire that I just leave at full volume hanging around my neck so I can just let that go on in the background, and I play my game with some wireless headphones sitting on a different chair, full volume, going as if they were speakers, so I can hear everything. It's not the best for directional audio, but to tell the truth, I'm more competitive games where I would need that, I'm looking towards PC more often for that, unless I can't get it for that. And 
well, this game was, I heard about it before I tried playing it, and the only reason I've gotten my hands on it is because of Xbox Game Pass, and, like, it, it actually made me want to change up my, just how I normally play so that I could really enjoy it, I, for once I stopped just letting the background noise on my PC go, I just put that all away, and wore my headphones like a normal person, and that's when, like, because I'd always been hearing about just how well they do the audio and stuff like this, and I listen to ASMR sometimes, I know what binaural audio is, I know what they, I know a little bit of what they do, but this game was very, very good at pushing what it was supposed to to show it was because it with the directional audio with that just it put you in a very different kind of immersion it, it was almost as if you were within the character's head yourself and not in the normal way the one of the things about Hellblade Senua I believe that's the pronunciation Senua's sacrifice is that the character, I believe she suffers from schizophrenia, maybe? She, she's had some kind of psychotic break, some kind of psychosis. And she hears voices. And as he, she is the main character, and as you vicariously play through her, you are also victim to hearing, of the, to, to hearing these voices. And the start of the game is just auditory masterpiece it's just because you get in your right ear I think it starts in your left but in your right ear a majority of the time no I have that backwards it starts in your right and I believe and then it goes to your left ear a majority of the time is just uh, it's it's this one voice especially I think I think the, the, um, I guess you could, I'll call her the narrator. It's a female voice. And she's one of the more prominent, prominent voices. So this narrator kind of voice is like, I think it's the main character's voice actress because your main character doesn't speak so much. I, I think a majority of the voices within the game audio is the main character's voice actress. As well as, um, of course, none of the male voices would be, but I do believe them, and I should check the credits for this game once I'm done, and maybe even take pictures so I can use that as, for a full episode of this, as just something I can refer to. I believe there's a lot of, like, there's a small amount of voice actors, but they have a very good amount of range, because at least from how I hear it, there's not a lot of, like, techno- Like, there's not a lot of after-the-fact manipulation to make it how they want it to sound. And that's- that's talent. It really is. It's very good, and it's the kind of thing that I wish I could get to. I want to try a hand at voice acting, and it's very interesting to me. But this narrator kind of voice- and at least from how far I've played, she is majority 
in your left ear, which is always a bit unnerving, which works to the game. It's voices are supposed to be in your head, basically. It's it's simulating auditory delusions. It should be a little bit unnerving. At the start of the game, it's almost like the main character herself cannot hear this narrator-like voice till certain points. She even points out when Senua looks directly into the camera, oh, I think she heard us, or something like that. And it's, especially at that point in the opening, it makes you really feel like you're just another thing in her head. And that's a very interesting concept. And along with this kind of narrator, while she is more prominent and in a way louder, it's it's more like the other voices are muddled to a point where they can drift into the background so you can hear what you need to hear. But there are there's a myriad of different voices and most of them say small phrases, things like that, never repeated, which is very nice unless it's purposeful. But it's it's a lot of like and a majority of them are very doubtful, things like that. It's like you'll hear a lot in like this kind of over your head kind of areas of both ears at the top as well as like far behind you, things like that. Like don't do that, where are you doing? Turn back, things like that. It's it's very atmospheric because it doesn't let the player doubt what's happening it shows in a way that makes sense that the character already doubts what is happening it's at least a part of her and in a game like this it's fine to not let the character feel like this because you can still already feel your own way. They're not telling you to feel anything. They're showing you how at the least part of this character feels or how something that is a detriment to her is acting. And it's very... It is very interesting to me because I... I try to understand psychology at a certain point, and it's very obvious there's some kind of psychosis, like like I said, some kind of schizophrenia, maybe, with the auditory delusions, and just the opening of the game itself really cements one of the really big, just interesting points of the game, and that's just this, this constant, like, vocal noise, background noise, just always these voices speaking, stuff like that, and it's just very interesting, and I guess, I guess my only problem early game, as I haven't gotten too far into it to really notice any problems, is, well, it kind of throws you into it. It's like, that's not a problem, it's just, at the least... And I'm very happy it doesn't have prompts or anything like that. It's just, there's no kind of style to showing you how to do something. Like, you could go the easy route of putting a menu, just a pop-up on the screen, press A to get rid of it. And I understand that people dislike that. I don't really have a 
negative reaction to it if they're spaced out well enough. But I believe there should be something to let you know what to do. You're you're met with this combat scenario after a little bit of walking around and stuff like that. And it doesn't even say how to throw an attack out. And I don't know if maybe I did something and that sequence broke it, so it wouldn't show how to do it, because I'm, I play a lot of games, I can just assume press X for light attack, which is the only thing I spam in a sword-style game. So maybe because the, that first encounter you're supposed to be gotten rid of to cement to cement the entire idea of just the rot or something I'll get into that and maybe the second encounter is supposed to tell you hey you can do this to actually fight but I I just hit a button saw that it did what it wanted it to do when I started trying to see what other buttons would do what because I especially once it was clear you weren't supposed to win it, it was more like, well, I guess I should figure out how to actually play until I lose all my health. And it was about, I believe, I believe I'm about a third of a way through the run for the fire god for Suter. Uh, probably less, but... It was sort of that point in which I found, like, oh, you can just hit the pause menu and it has the list of controls right there. And I guess with a game with such simple combat controls, it makes sense. It doesn't really feel like it needs to tell you how to do it. But I do believe it's it's very easy to tell that someone will figure out, yeah, X is light attack, Y is heavy. But, like, maybe say... B will make you get stuck in this uh, animation, but hey, if you land it, they're stunned, or you can parry, you can block, like, stuff like that. The more skill-based prompts, at least, because I I am seeing, especially in some of the combats, that, like, like certain certain things, like parrying, things like that, it, it takes a... It takes a pretty good reaction time, which is very good. I'm, I do say I like Souls-like games, but especially after playing Dark Soul, the first Dark Souls, I, I'm starting to think I like the more mid-ground kind of thing. I, I do want to try Dark Souls Three. Uh, not Sariko, that's, or Sariko. I don't really know about that one, but I do want to try Souls-like still as I do enjoy the live-die-repeat style of genre. But I do like that the um, the parry in Hellblade has a good amount of timing to it. You still need to be able to time it right, but it's not unforgiving. You just have to do it correctly, not perfectly. And... Well, I guess another thing about the game is the rot... I guess you, I don't really know what to think about it. Uh, the game's been out for a while, so I've heard about it. I I tried watching a let's play on the game, but I I couldn't follow. I just didn't. It wasn't entertaining, so I didn't fully watch it. 
I wanted to check out what this rot system was, but like I said, just unless you're playing the game yourself, you actually don't have much of an interest in it. At least I don't. So, at least from what I can understand from what the game itself has told me, yeah, you can only die a certain amount of times or game gets reset. From what I've heard from YouTubers and reviewers is that it just puts you back a large amount of the game or something about it not actually resetting the game. So, I don't know. I... I do believe that one of the bigger parts that really impacted me for the game was the opening, because it it showed what it wanted to do very well. And it's not not giving that. It's giving this wonderful work of audio. It's giving you these very interesting just things to work with. Simple... Yeah, simple, but actually very fun and very visceral combat. Um, I do... I don't remember. Yes, the rune puzzle style things. It's very interesting. The Sometimes there's these gates that are blocked off with large runes, and like you just focus on the rune, and it's like... An outline of it is left on the screen for you to use as reference. And you have to, like, look through the environment around this gate to just find... It's a perspective puzzle. It's like, you have to find a, a Y with a stick going through it. Like, a, a straight line with it forking out. So you don't look for that carved into a rock or something. You look for this large stick that's forked stick with almost shaped like a Y and then there's a a tree, a burnt tree that you can line up with that to make that rune and just the environment and it it's interesting. It's like the first puzzle you use the shadow of some scaffolding you climbed before, I think, at least. It, it's the shadow of some scaffolding to create almost an M shape. And you just look at that, line up the outline of the rune within that shadow, and then the door unlocks. And it's a it's a very interesting way to create a puzzle. It's it's more just find how to s- find the perspective in the environment. It's not to get through here, find the three keys, or to get through this door, fight the waves, which is at least with the stuff I usually play is different, and I enjoy that. It's not the greatest game, but it's starting out with a bang, and I thoroughly enjoy it. I can't really play it for long periods of time, but I think I just haven't been able to play a lot of stuff for too long. So it's for what it is, especially if you're just hanging out every once in a while for how far I've gone into it, I feel like it's pretty good, and I do hope I can finish it before Game Pass expires, so I can just be able to have a full just review, basically, just bring on a co-host and 
talk about this. Maybe I'll have Puff come because he's also a he's also a very good like he enjoys psychology about a little bit more than I do. So that would be an interesting thing to talk about, maybe. But just from how far I'm into it as a first impression, I find it to be very enjoyable. And if you ever find yourself not knowing what to play and conveniently you can get that, if you have some headphones hooked up to whatever you're going to play it on, it's not a bad choice. Uh, that's all I have to say on this, especially because I don't want to start talking about stuff that I can prove myself completely wrong if once I finish it and try to do a normal episode on it. Uh, have a nice day. I'm gone.